Hey everybody, it's Coach Charlie. Welcome or welcome back to the Building Better People podcast brought to you by BoomFit. Thanks for listening today. And at the end of this episode, please take a moment to subscribe to this podcast if you aren't already. But more importantly, I hope the following interview inspires you to take the next step in your fitness journey. Enjoy. All right, guys, we have another Coaches Edition podcast. Uh, This time, last time we talked a little bit about what you guys are doing for your fitness. This time we're going to talk about what, what got you into training, how you became a coach and a trainer. You know, we get a lot of listeners. Of course, our members are going to love this, but we get a lot of people listening that maybe have aspirations of getting into coaching one day, training. And so I think just hearing you guys' story and kind of how you got where you are would be really cool. So we'll start with Kyle. Um, Kyle, why don't you tell us how you got into this? Well, I think it always starts with a love of fitness personally. And so you got to we, we all had to fall in love with it first. I know for me, uh, it was a huge confidence builder for me. Um, I mean, I started out doing bodybuilding and uh, loved it, loved that's how you got those biceps. Um, yeah, man. It's not from CrossFit. <laughs> in no, that I'm chest. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I just fell in love with it and just loved, uh, you know, it, it trains you not just physically but mentally, um, emotionally, br- brings a lot of confidence. Um, and so, you know, after doing it and being consistent for a long time and seeing results, you start to get people asking you, hey, what are you doing? Um, can you help me, you know, you dive into it more knowledge wise and and you're researching and you're trying different programs, trying different methodologies. And, um, so I think, you know, just the longer I did it, the more I fell in love with it. You know, so your, your story is unique, um, because you were in a different career entirely. And, you Mm -hmm. know, sometimes people get into coaching part time and then they kind of dabble in it and then it becomes something that you do on the side. You kind of took a leap of faith. Mm -hmm. So how did that happen? Well, I tried to do it part-time. <laughs> it didn't work. Um, I, yeah, so I was in the tech industry. Um, shout out to my peeps at Tyler Tech. Uh, and, uh, you know, I was... They're all listening. Yeah, all right. <laughs> uh, um, and I was just, uh, you know, I, it wasn't what I was passionate about. I mean, I still loved fitness. Um, I wanted to get into it so desperately um, I, and I was at going to CrossFit Obey at the time. And uh, did you want to get into it because you um, felt like it was better than what you were doing, or what was it that made you want to get into it so bad? Just loved it so much, and and I saw people that people did it for a living, you know, and and so I was like, well, I want to try that. And and the biggest the biggest hurdle, you know, is anytime you you take a leap of faith, and especially in our industry, you know, a lot of us. Uh, our commission. And so you, you basically start at zero. Um, and so I was married. Well, I am married, uh, was married at the time too. same woman, beautiful, beautiful woman. Uh, love you, babe. She will be listening. Yeah, she will. (laughs) Anyways. Uh, so she, uh, yeah, uh, she was working at the time. Um, and I was working at the time and, uh, you know, I tried to go in, in, in part-time, you know, uh, coach a little bit, like on my lunch break, do a little personal training on my lunch break. But, you know, I feel like I couldn't offer 100% to either job. Um, and so at that point, I just I was like, well, I got to pay the bills. So I stopped doing it part-time. A few months later, uh, uh, I got offered to do it full-time. Um, 
and obviously that meant no more salary, no more benefits, uh, starting at zero. Um, and Imagine you still felt like you were taking a risk. Well, it, my wife wasn't making a full salary. It wasn't enough to support us at all. Okay, and but so, at some point, you, you're, you, because you, I don't think you feel that way anymore. You're not taking a risk. Like you no. have a career to establish. Yeah. When did that switch? Probably when I came over here. Um, I think, you know, it's it's just been such a, an amazing environment to. Um, go after this with like-minded people and, and uh, just, I mean, really be fully invested. And it's been like seeing seeing the, your success and, and just that you've made it in the industry for so long was a big uh, deal to me. And, and Brandon was here too full-time at that point. I talked to him before I, you know, came on. And um, seeing people do it full-time was inspiring to me because I had I struggled for a little while, uh, about two years before I came over here. And you know what, your story uh, reminds me. I know we'll have members listening, but it's kind of like doing CrossFit, right, for the mm-hmm. first time. And then you come and you're you're working out next to somebody who's been doing it two years, mm-hmm. but they had a first time too. They had the kind of a very you know there's yeah. an adaptation period, just like career, just like mm-hmm. fitness too. And you know, it, it, just like fitness, you want to give up. Yeah. You know, like I, I wanted to quit many times, like throughout that, that process of like, I don't, I don't know if I can make this work. I don't know if I'm going to be able to make a career out of this. And, um, you know, I eventually did, I, and I don't feel that way anymore, but it took, you know, a little over two years to get to that point. And well, you um, segue perfectly for Brandon. Yes. Full-time Brandon. So let's slide over. Full-time Brandon. Let's, uh, Brandon, how did you, I guess, give us a little background how you got into this. So um, I've always been into fitness. And um, after high school, I wasn't real sure what I wanted to do. Um, I think I wanted to be an accountant or something like that. Um, but, uh, you know, I really enjoyed the gym. And so um, working out was like a big part of my life. And I would always see trainers, like, train people, and they were just sitting there, like, just counting reps. And I was like, man, that's not the way to do that job. Like, you got to be really invested into people. Um, And really, like, once I found out, like, that's what this job is about, um, I was really kind of sold on it. So um, I started training at Gold's 2012 and um, really just fell in love with um, working with people. and the fitness part was like still very important, but it was more just about the people, um, and I really enjoyed that. And so I was with Gold for about six years, and then wanted to go to like a smaller business and some place that like I felt like I could have more of a relationship with people and be around people that really cared about what they did. Um, there's a lot of turnover at Gold's, and um, you know what I wanted to be was part of something where. Um, it was consistent and so um, came over tried out this CrossFit stuff and like man I got my butt kicked pretty bad assault and bike the assault bike Cindy, three minute round. yeah oh, I'll never forget it so assault <laughs> bike it was, it was every three minutes you did three rounds of Cindy and then AMRAP calories um, on the assault bike I made it back to the bike one time out of five rounds um, we had two minutes of rest in between each round and so um, good workout oh I gotta try it again, but it it smoked me, um, and so uh, came over here and just uh, man, I've really fallen in love with just like 
the idea of just like working with people um you know fitness again is is a big part of it but i think that's like what got me into it and has has kept me in it is just uh, being able to work with people i i was asked um one of my first uh, few clients um she asked me and uh i won't say any names but she just said do you like working with like really elite athletes or do you like working with uh big people like me and uh and i said well i mean all I want to work with is people who want to try and who really want to put in um, effort in every single workout. You know, uh, I don't care what how talented you are. All I care about is that you come in and you just do the best that you can. Um, and so, as long as I get that from everybody that I work with, um, given you know whatever situation is going on for them that day, then um, my job is is really fun. That's so. awesome, man. When you started in 2012, how old were you? I was oh, 23. Okay, so yeah. did you immediately realize this is your career, or was it kind of a tippy-toeing <laughs> into something new? So, um, actually, I was uh, I was going to Blinn, and I, was, I remember I was at home, and, uh, and I was like, I don't want to go to school anymore. And um, I remember being on a Yahoo, um, like, main page and it said there's some website that said something about um or headline that said uh if you if you're between the ages of 18 and 24 um don't go to school start a uh don't go to college start a um start a business and then just travel and i was like well you know i'm not really big into traveling but i guess i can find some type of business to start and i wasn't sure what that looked like um, but I knew that I really liked working out. And um, I was like, well, I mean, I guess that's kind of a business. You know, like I get to like have my own clients that I work with. Um, and there's no number of clients that I have to stop at. Like I can train as much as I want. Um, and, I, and I'll get what I put into it. So it's my way of like having my own little business through Golds at the time. Um, and so that really like kind of made me just from there decide, well, this is a chance just to work for myself. And um, and not really have to just answer to somebody else for the rest of my life. Yeah, that makes and sense. so you know you're approaching ten years, mm-hmm. pretty cool in in the in the space, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, at what point, and you're gonna have to kind of think through this confidently because I think you know, you, did you start realizing you're you were really good at this, right? Like this is because I think there's some trainers that kind of question mm-hmm. themselves: Is this what I'm supposed to be doing? But I feel yeah. like for you. I mean, by the time that I met you, mm-hmm. I really felt like you were confident in private training. Yeah. Like it was something because you've been doing it for a long mm-hmm. time. So, at what stage was that? As a trainer might be listening, or somebody might be listening, that's you know maybe they're not confident yet. Yeah. Um, Who I would say probably like the first year or two, I was real nervous about how I train people, um, and I got some really good advice from my buddy Noel, um, who's a trainer. Uh, and he said, you know, the most important thing is that people just have a good time and that like you build relationships with them. And I thought, well, I can be a good friend to anybody. And so, um, I think at like that point it didn't make it, it wasn't work anymore. And so I just enjoyed it. Um, and I think that's how I felt like, okay, now that I enjoy this, like, um, 
I can really like take off from here. Um, so I think that was what allowed me to feel more confident and um, feel like I was better at it. And I see that, you know, with your clients, you know, so they're like, like you called Jerry your best friend the mm-hmm. other day. Um, and you've been training him how long? Probably about almost seven years now. Yeah, seven years. And so, you know, and, and I, as a trainer, I get that. I mm-hmm. understand that. But somebody listening, like, might not fully understand how close you get. So can you, in, in a, you know, short answer, kind of explain that relationship, personal trainer-client relationship? Yeah, Um so I would think when I first started, it was like, oh, I just got to talk about working. I got to talk about working out, um, you know, and I don't think that like that's why people have trainers. You know, if it was all about working out, like they would go out and they would find their own certification. They would go out and read their own books and and um, do the research and um, figure out how to work out on their own. Um, I think it's really more about having somebody to connect with um and so with jerry like him coming in he had had trainers uh multiple trainers and and the last trainer that he had um he said she's not bad she just we just don't really click very well um and in that moment i was like okay well he's not worried about the workouts i mean he's had somebody training him for 20 plus years before me um he just wants a good friend. And so um, it just makes it so much easier when you look at these people as friends. And, and, and that's really all they are. They're just people. And um, it's it's not about just the workout, right? It's, it's more about the relationship, them having a good time, you having a good time. And putting those two together will make a great workout. Um, so That's awesome. Yeah. Well, let's transition over to Robert. Your old roommate. Your and he's still my roommate. <laughs> Robert. So, yeah, that's right. Neighbor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Neighbor. So, roommate. If I get in trouble. Okay. <laughs> so, Robert, tell us, tell us how you got into this. Oh man. So, I, so I, okay, we're back. Go ahead. All right. So I've actually been involved in the health and fitness industry for a while. Um, not so much as a coach, but I know my mom started working part-time at Aerofit when I was like five. And so that moment on, I would always go to Aerofit, try to play basketball against guys twice my size and everything. And, um, then from there I played sports, track, basketball, soccer, football, um, American football. Um, (laughs) just in case there's any confusion. Um, and then I wanted to go to school for radiology you know, look at trying to help diagnose people with any issues they may have from injuries. But then from that moment, I realized that instead of diagnosing people with injuries, I want to kind of help and be the solution to these injuries. And uh, me experiencing going from an overweight state, I was overweight, um, weighing at about 215 and starting to trend down, it made me realize that, you know, there's other people that are in my shoes, you know, they find other reasons to not work out whatever that may be and then just kind of being their guidance and helping them with achieving you know achieving these goals as far as like getting back into shape and I feel like I could relate more and that made me decide that you know I want to be someone that helps these people out whenever they feel like there's no help out there they can't turn to anyone I want to be that person and that's what made me want to become a coach slash personal trainer 
um, especially in CrossFit because of the community and how close everyone is. And this. when you started CrossFit, I think it was the spring of 19. Yes. I mean, you had been dabbling, I'm sure, at Nutribolt a little bit with yeah. those workouts, but you were doing a lot of things. You were running, you were working out, you were doing, I mean, a lot of fitness, let's just say. Yeah, I think I was doing two-a-days for Yeah, you were working out period. all the time. Um, and then you transitioned into the CrossFit, and I think that's kind of when you really wanted to coach, because we talked about it that spring. Mm-hmm. I think you were roommates with Brandon, mm-hmm. and you just wanted to get into coaching. Right. And, and so... You just shared a little bit of kind of that insight, but at what point did you really feel like, man, this is what I really want to do? I was just seeing, just being a member here for that time being, because I was a member before I started coaching here, um, and just seeing how much fun everyone was having with the coaches and just the clients itself, and it was just like me, with my personality, I felt like this was a great fit for me. I felt like uh, I had a great personality. I can interact well with others. I remember uh, telling... Matt Jennings, like, hey, I want to be a coach. And he's like, dude, I think you'd be great at it. He's like, you get along with everyone. You should do it. And at that point, I was like, man, I should do it. I just need to take my L1. So, I mean, honestly, it was just seeing how close everyone was. Like, even whether you're a coach or a trainer, everyone was close to everybody. Well, and I think a good thing for you to touch on is a lot of times people feel exactly like you're describing. They are members at a gym and they think it's so cool, but there's a learning curve, right? Oh, yeah. That now, I mean, you're now full time coach. Mm-hmm. This is what you do for a living. You had to kind of make it over that hump, right? But oh, yeah. what did you think or not know or assume in that I'm a member at a gym, want to be a coach, that now being a real coach, you realize either is not true or not accurate or different than you thought? Oh, man. So I thought, honestly, being a coach at the time was just someone that went over the workouts and you watched everyone work out. Um, But (laughs) that is by far from the truth. Um, You're coaching the whole hour, the full 60 minutes. You're going around, you know, constantly coaching. And if there's anything that you maybe see someone doing that's just a tad bit off, you go correct it right away. You're just constantly moving, constantly talking and just trying to help people out throughout this whole time. So at first, being a member, I didn't see that. I was just thinking, oh, I just go over the workout, go through warm up, good to go. High five, high five. <laughs> see you guys. <laughs> see you tomorrow. So uh, definitely, that was definitely a huge. Uh, oh man, that one hit me pretty hard on that one. Uh, I even remember with five a.m. I messed up the Turkish get up. That was one of my first classes coaching on my own. I couldn't do a Turkish get up, and then. I haven't messed up since. And but. what? So here, here's another question. You know, the transition from full time, uh, for part time to full time. But what I was going to say is part time or full time somewhere else, another kind of career path. Mm-hmm. And really, as an adult, you know, you transition into this industry full time. You did part time first, and then you really transitioned full time. So, how's it different than you know? When I say the other industry, we'll call it not coaching right. you know it doesn't matter really what it was because you had a couple different careers yeah so i i feel like with this one there's more of a sense of purpose and in, in the sense of like every day i get to come to work and i just get that pure enjoyment of someone being able to hit you know a pr on a power snatch be someone doing a pull-up for the first time a kipping pull-up and just to feel that sense of accomplishment from them 
you know, I feed off that energy and that makes me feel so accomplished as a coach. Uh, whereas, you know, when I was in the corporate industry, I mean, I think for that one, the only time you really got a praise, you know, whenever you were praised for what you did was, I guess, when you collected money on an account that maybe owed a big, big debt. But I mean, it was, it wasn't really that exciting personally, but you know, here in CrossFit, we have open, you know, the open CrossFit open and that one, you see people just do things they've didn't think they could do or just just you know hitting something that they've been working on for so long and that just feels exciting that's exciting for me as a coach yeah and your path went from kind of more so group or crossfit coach Mm -hmm. to private training how is that transition and how do you see those two things different um so i'm able to spend more time with the uh, client one-on-one doing personal training kind of getting them set on their exact goals of what they're wanting to accomplish while they're with me one-on-one. Um, I had a client that, you know, came in. He was just really not happy with himself. But then after working with him for the last two, three months, I mean, seeing his progress and just hearing how he's talking now, it's just, I, I can't even put, I can't even use words to describe it. But, you know, couldn't do pull-ups, and now he's doing pull-ups in the workout. And I just think that's so cool. But I got to give them that one-on-one attention, help them build there and see that progress grow. Whereas in CrossFit, you know, you get to see that grow, but it it's kind of it takes a longer time for it to happen. Um, it's similar, but you don't have it's not hyper uh, driven. In other words, in a PT one-on-one, you know, you probably have in three months what it might take six to nine months in a group, exactly assuming they're coming to your class all the time exactly yeah so well cool man thanks for sharing let's transition over to craig and uh craig how'd you get into this i applied for the job <laughs> <laughs> oh beyond that um so like to get <laughs> to get the fitness um <clears throat> we're back Maybe not. Maybe not. All right. Nope. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> we're, we're All right, test, test. All right, Craig. How'd you get here? <laughs> Take two. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so how I got here into fitness, right? Uh, I would just say, like, teaching group classes, um, getting my uh, bachelor's in health, uh, um, health and human performance or exercise science in uh, Northeastern State University up in uh, Oklahoma. There's a presentation that went on, um, and they these uh, these women came out, started hyping about this, you know, uh, internship uh, for like the sports performance place. How they you know teach kids how to sprint, how to lift, and all this stuff. And I was like, oh, that's that's kind of inter- interesting, you know, because I was kind of on a track to do a PE teaching, and then they just came into one of the classes, and I was like, hmm. And then uh, the big question was, you know, like, well, how long is this internship? And they're like, two hundred hours. And everyone was like, peace out, you know? They're like, no takers. And I was like, I'll sign up. Because I had to get an internship anyways. And I was like, might as well get this one. And then, uh, um, so I you know, applied and everything, and uh, they, they allowed me to intern there. And uh, the next day, uh, the director, I remember this, she's like, she pulled me aside. She's like, we weren't going to hire anybody from NSU. I was like, really? What, what do we do? She's like, you guys are notorious at just goofing off and not doing any work. That was our last presentation. 
And the reason why we said 200 hours, because we knew nobody's going to take this internship. Yet you apply. <laughs> but we liked you. So I still had to do 200 hours. But then they hired you? Oh, yeah. I mean, like uh, from there, I did the 200 hour internship. Um, to get hired on, we had to uh, pass the NSCA CSCS, the mm -hmm. strength conditioning, the gold standard for right. your strength conditioning coaches at the universities. Um, so you had to pass that before they give you the, the stamp of approval. Um, they only had one full-time position available. There was two people that applied. So they cut the cake and gave two part-time positions. <laughs> um, which was fine. I, I took it. I grabbed it. I was like, I'm all in. Let's go. Let's do this. I mean, it was fun coaching, you know, kids from eight years old, all the way up to 17 years old, group class element. Um, I mean, that was, I never thought that was a, an option. You know, I was going to go to PE teaching. So lesson plans and, you know, working on just basic motor skills. Now I get to teach them how to run fast and sprint and lift Olympic lifting. Never done that before. Um, and it shows, um, <laughs> but, uh, I mean, that's what kind of like stepped me into it. Um, what got me to CrossFit was actually one of the coworkers walked in the coach's room and, you know, her was like, Hey Pam, what are you looking at? She's like, all oh, that CrossFit stuff. And they're like, whatever. And I was like, what's this? And you were already career minded in this industry. Oh, um, yeah. I mean, I was, I was dead set. Uh, I was after that internship, it was just like. You know, I just moved the ship a little bit off, you know, from public, you know, education and health to more of a private. And that was a while back. So in your mind, because now you're probably 13 years forward of that. Uh, yeah. So in your mind, where did you see this taking you? Oh, I thought I, I literally told my ex-wife, you know, hey, I'm going to work there till I own the place. You know, I, I was dead set. I want that director's job. I want to be owning that thing. I want to be, you know, running you know, coaches through the program and stuff, getting internships and stuff. I was dead set. Um, they and, went, how, and then CrossFit kind of detoured you? Uh, no. The um, it, the owner was embezzling and the uh, backers backed out and bankrupt the whole thing. So. Oh, wow. So so you, the CrossFit <laughs> was plan B? <laughs> wah, wah. Uh, <laughs> the CrossFit wasn't really part B. Um you know, I did the, the CrossFit stuff uh, on the side and stuff. Um, at first, uh, I had my, you know, because I, I came from the university and like this was going against the grain. If you've done the OG CrossFit stuff, you know, it's like it was very against the grain, against the bodybuilding stuff, very elitist attitude about it. Um, and I was just kind of like poking holes and stuff like that, you know, and then, uh, but uh, I got worked at a personal train at the university, uh, Tulsa University. Um, and I got, I actually got tired of doing the bodybuilding routine for people. Um, and I was like, I want to change. I want to make CrossFit into bodybuilding. So you transitioned from that other place into a private training setting at the university. Yeah. Yeah. And, so, and then transition into a coaching CrossFit. Uh, yeah. So I saw like a, a Tulsa across Tulsa said they were doing a moving, you know, they had their moving out of the garage into a, a kind of a warehouse. And I was like, and they could ask for volunteers for movers. And I replied and I said, Hey, I'll be there. And they're like, who are you? <laughs> it's like you're not a member at the gym and stuff and actually that gave me a big break because they found out you know what i've done in the past coaching group and stuff doing pt and they said you're hired i was like full time oh. yeah well i thought i thought it was just a hire to move <laughs> 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 i 
You're uh, coaching Monday morning at 5 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that's what it turned out to be. And that was, I, I mean, just talking about uh, a person who hasn't got their level one yet. And they said, we're going to put your foot to the fire. You have more experience coaching and stuff than we do. Uh, we're, we need to know. And then how um, did how was that ad- adaptation or how was that for you never attending a level one but transitioning straight into coaching? I think it felt I mean to me I, I felt smooth. Astros, if I look back, probably not the smoothest. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, just because I did the group. I mean, I was teaching kids and stuff. I mean, I have you know kids that can't figure out left or left or the right. So they teaching an adult. You know, it was a little bit easier. I was like, this is easy. You know. Um, they know when to go to the bathroom. Uh, <laughs> so that that transition was easy. But, I mean, once I taught it, I mean, that was like the level one. And then it just took off from there. Um, you know, take it, your story is kind of interesting because I think you uh, wandered away from the industry. Yeah. And then you came back. Right. So what drew you back in? Um. I always felt that like it's always going to be a part of me. So no matter where I went, somehow, some way, if I kept it to myself, somebody found out I was coaching or I did a coaching. I have certifications. I can help them some way, you know, beyond. And I just helped that one person. Then that one person tells another person. And it just kind of like eats at you a little bit. And then there's like, you know, why throw away the gift? Right. So, yeah, you invested so much of yourself into that. Yeah, I would say it's, you know, it's, it's part, it's definitely a part of me, you know, uh, helping people is definitely a part of me, you know, coaching CrossFit is just the, the vehicle that I use to reach out to people. Bam, man, that's awesome, Craig. Thanks for sharing that. Yep. All right, Bennett, big, big daddy Bennett. <laughs> big, big daddy. Right yeah. Here. <laughs> How, how'd you get into this, man? I remember when well, you came here. Long just, time ago. Uh, child. I was, I was a child. <laughs> Still am. <laughs> But let me tell you, yeah, that's. Well, what, what? I was I was 18 when I first when you when yeah, I first you, came you here became a member, and I I just had my uh, PT cert when I just you know I I just moved here 2016, and, and that led, summer yeah. So before you go into the next part, what led you to getting that certification? Yeah, yeah, I was about to get there. Um, <laughs> well, well, pretty much like I wanted that certification so bad in my senior year of high school after like. Going to Gold's Gym because I, I I played football my all of high school, junior high and high school, and I was pretty I was pretty awkward in sports, and I never really, you know, I didn't know how to work out. I my dad's a superstar athlete, but I had never really got into working out or exercise. I was more of a computer nerd. I sat at home, I sat in the dark. My parents called me a vampire because I would sit in my room and I wouldn't come out because I just love video games and I got. Started getting chunky, pretty uh, overweight, wore the husky pants, you know, with the, with the, just depending on how much you ate that day, you can adjust your shorts. <laughs> so when I got into, I got into football, I became a lineman. I figured I was kind of, you know, on the bigger side. So I was like, okay, maybe I'll just be a lineman. I had no idea what that meant. And so I got put with the, the lineman group. So junior high, yeah, I started working out. It was okay. But once I got to high school, I got put with the, the, the offensive lineman on the varsity just to make me better. You know, just, that was pretty smart of the coaches to do that. But then I started getting really strong, like naturally. I didn't – I knew nothing about weightlifting, but I started getting, like, 
pretty progressively strong and I noticed I was a lot stronger than most people and I picked up on that and most people were coming to me for answers on how to lift weights and how to move and I, I didn't know I just this is how I'm doing it it just kind of came naturally for me and so I remember like my junior year after junior year I didn't really want to play football anymore I got hurt way too much and I was this is this is not sustainable so my senior year I met this guy who was going he was trying to be a professional MMA fighter and everyone was terrified of him. Like he was just this guy's jacked. I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna work out with this guy. Like this, this is gonna be my friend. And he he made me so strong. Like I got my power clean up to like 315. I uh, was bench pressing 315, no problem. And uh, it, he just really helped me. And so people were still coming to me for answers. And I was like, dude, this is fun. I like this. And I went to Gold's Gym. And I was outlifting most people there. Like, I was maxing out machines. In, where are you from again? Montgomery. So, in Conroe. Montgomery? Mm-hmm. This, is, this is a gym in Conroe. And so I was, and I started asking the personal trainers. And I was like, okay, so how, you know, I see you're training people. I was like, how do I get into something like that? Like, I love this. And people already ask me questions. Like, I already know what to do for most things. And this guy told me, you know, NASM program. And he, he was, de- this guy was definitely huge, too. This guy, you know. He didn't. He didn't really respect me too much because he could tell I was really young, and he didn't think I was serious. And he was, you know, he wasn't taking me very serious. But he told. He at least told me where to where I could start. I was like Nazem. Okay, I looked that up, and I was like eight hundred dollars. I was like, whew, eight hundred dollars. I was like, I don't have, you know, I don't. How am I going to scrap this up? So I worked at a pizza place, and I was able to scrap up some money before I moved to college. And I got my. I got Nazem right off the bat. It took me like two months. I was like, I'm getting this done quick, so I can quickly get a job as a personal trainer and. Turns out, just because you have your certification doesn't mean anyone's going to take you serious by any means at a gym. So it took me a while, and I found CrossFit. So that's when you met me, was I was pretty wet behind the ears, you know. Just <laughs> came in, I was like, CrossFit, I don't know what CrossFit is, but I'm going to get a job here. <laughs> and I, came, I came in, I met Shelby. You know, you yeah, remember Shelby used to work here? And she was like, I was like, so what is CrossFit? I don't even know what this is. I, I came here for a job, and I was like, I don't even know what this, what is this? You know, and then she was like, well, we do Olympic lifting, and functional training and just kind of showing me around i was like oh this place is cool olympic lifting i got this i, I could power clean a lot so like, i didn't i had still no idea what that entailed but and then she was like okay well first you need to try a class so i did and first class was full of like like moderate weight power cleans and tons of rope climbs and tons of cardio stuff i got slaughtered like i was like you know i, I of course i put on like 225 to 255 on cleans and i was doing it for like one or two sets, and then I was like, "Dude, I, I what do you guys do? This, this is this is horrible. What are you guys doing? What is what kind of workouts are these? Why aren't you resting? Man? Yeah, <laughs> you guys are still going. So what? Okay, so in that season, you you did eventually get a job, private training uh-huh. at Gold's Gym. Yeah, just Tower Point opened up, and they needed, they really needed like trainers that knew how to kip and how to do Olympic lifting and really just a coach that was pretty well-rounded. I knew bodybuilding, I knew powerlifting. And now you and now had, I had CrossFit a year of experience. CrossFit on my belt and no one else knew what, no one else had those skills. And so I was actually really thankful that I learned all this stuff here. And then when I got hired, I, I, I destroyed all the tests. Like I was so like, okay, I, I got this. this was is, it, cause you still hadn't done any personal training. Nope. 
Was it everything you thought it would be when you got over there and started doing it? It was really, it's really hard. Like, cause like I said, you know, I had the training skills. I, I wasn't worried about training somebody. I knew how to train people. I knew, I knew what that was going to entail, but I did not know how to, I wasn't very people. I didn't have people skills. Like I didn't, I, like I said, my parents used to call me vampire cause I would sit in my room and I was I'm more of an introvert. So this job really, really, really pushed my boundaries of meeting people and talking to people, learning how to connect. Because that's that's what this job is. This is like it's way less. Like Brandon was saying, it's it's you you can have, write a program. It doesn't matter. They don't care about it's your program. Like they they don't. If you can't if if you don't ask them about their day and you can't make them laugh and you know you know they don't enjoy your time with you. Like it doesn't matter what it could be a million dollar program. They don't care. They they won't train with you. So it's like I I, I started learning more about. Okay, now I need to make friends. Like this is what this is about. Like I met Nick Singleton, who's been a trainer forever here, and he's like, okay, listen to the title of your of your job, personal trainer, personal. That's gotta come first. It's like if you don't learn how to be personal with anybody, good luck, bud. And he just tapped me on the shoulder and walked off. <laughs> so, oh, so that could, so yeah, that's wise, crazy. yeah, seriously, he and that that stuck with me pretty pretty hard. And I was like, okay, so I'm changing this around. So you were three years. I was there for three years. And in that time, I mean, you trained a lot of people. You ran their Gold's Fit yep. classes. You, and I would say, you know, one of the coolest things that I you shared with me was you're you have a goal to train astronauts. Yeah. So that's actually been a goal for, like, I know in high school and right in the beginning of my college years, I really love space and I really love science, and that has been I've always wanted to be involved with something like that. I didn't know how. So I would love one day to be a part of like SpaceX or some kind of company that's moving people to Mars and the moon, at least study their bodies, like what happens to in extreme circumstances. And, and you know, just I, I want to be a part of our journey to move to, you know, just be interplanetary or like be able to travel between uh Intra, I should say. Intra. Yeah, I thought that was just really interesting, so, fascinating. I never, I mean, I've been a personal trainer for so long, I yeah. never even thought, yeah, you, and about I, training. But it, you know, they need some form of training. They do, you know, because of uh, no gravity and things like that. So, um, I guess the last question is: yeah. you had to kind of learn this personal, right? Yeah. Trainer, personal people skill. Um, in this last, now you've been doing it almost five years. Is that, would that be accurate? About four years. Four years. Um, what has been, because if somebody's listening maybe that wants to get into this and maybe they're kind of like you, they they lack in that interpersonal skills. What has helped you? What has been something that you've felt like has helped you develop in that area? The biggest thing is, you you know, don't worry about training someone in the beginning. It's more like become friends with them and learn their background first. It's like there, there are several parts to a training cell. If I, I should say, like if you're skilled, like Brandon and Kyle or you, like you've been doing this for a lot, like you guys have been doing this for a long time. Like I'm, I'm still very new to this. So it's like, I have to probably meet someone maybe seven to 10 times before I can like, or like at least have that many conversations with this person before they're comfortable with me to be able to, to want to train with me. Like once you have more experience and people like in this setting, now that people know, and you, if you give a recommendation, they're going to be more than like, it's going to be more than likely for that. They'll train with me. But if I'm meeting someone for the first time, I, it's like, you have to become their friend first. You have to, 
you have to understand them before they listen to you. Because most people want to talk about themselves anyway. So it's like, do more listening to people. Like, understand them and then keep up with that person and just keeps and keep bugging them about about like you know what you know what are you doing for your for your fitness what are, for your health you know and you just kind of slowly they'll eventually they'll ask you what you do and they're like oh that's really cool and then from there you say hey well i would love to uh at least meet with you sometime you know if you want to come see my gym and we'll just you know we'll, we'll get a small workout in and just kind of look at what you know i just want to see what you know you know, so that way it's not like I'm trying to be all up front with about all the stuff that I know and this. They don't care. They don't care. That's so. great. That's, that's you know, really good. And, and I think it's cool that you've come to that realization. Yeah. Last question I'll ask yep. you is, you know, you had this idea back when you were young or high school student of what personal training was. Mm-hmm. Now you're living it. What is one of the unexpected perks or... Um, one, one of the unexpected, uh, positive things about the job that you never knew back when you were 17 years old, admiring the gold's gym trainers that now you're living it. What is that? What would you say that is? I would say you, you make long, like lifelong friends, which I, you know, I've always thought, well, you're going to train this person for a certain amount of time and they're going to go off. And then you train someone else, you train them for a little while. And then, yeah, that happens. But, and I always thought I was going to train athletes because I was really good at that. And I was, I was an athlete. And of course I was like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm good at. But I actually much rather prefer training someone who, who doesn't care to be an athlete. Like an, you're just an ordinary person that, you know, because they appreciate you even more than someone who's an athlete. Because someone who's an athlete already thinks they know it. And they already, they, you know, they're trying to, they have big ambitions already. So yeah, some people, you know, really like it and appreciate you, but someone who's average really, really appreciates your time. And I mean, you make a lifelong friend right there. Like that's, and they will give, you know, they will give you gifts. They will just, they will spoil you. And like, and I don't even know how to return that kind of favor yet. Cause I'm so young and I'm trying to, you know, so all I can do is just, keep up with them you know i just try to be a part of their life all i can because i mean they'll just give me gifts and food and just buy me stuff they'll have me over for dinner and i mean this is all stuff like i'm just hoping one day i can return the favor in in that you know in that sense so the the friends you make are great so i recommend it (laughs) super cool well Guys, uh, those of you that are listening, um, hope you guys enjoyed just kind of hearing each of these guys' hearts and really backgrounds and how they got here. Um, But this monthly coaches podcast is just intended to kind of give you a little bit more insight into these guys' lives, uh, who they are, how they got here. So make sure you uh, listen as we continue to deliver them out once a month. Thanks, guys. Once again, thanks for listening. If you live in Bryan College Station, we would love for you to come to our gym and start with one of our programs. If you're interested in more information about our services or a free trial, visit us at boomfitbcs.com. That's boomfitbcs.com.